Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, and of course today is July 4th Eve, so my body is getting ready for a whole lot of beer and hot dogs. But then again, on Fridays, that's just kind of the way it is. Ooh, Fridays reminds me. It is a feel-good Friday, so try to make you feel a little bit better going into the weekend. Going to play some good reggae music throughout the show. Not to mention, going to make you feel good with the Joe Rose Show as they check in with Brian Scalabrini on the NBA bubble. Dan Lebetard Show! They want the trash talk. And then Hawk and Crowder, they're on vacation feeling good already. I'm sure Crowder, if he's listening, is about six deep on some funky Buddhas. I'm very jealous. Nonetheless... Got my man Dono and Solana. I'm teaming up with them to give J-Fig a movie assignment. Plus, she's going to review the Blues Brothers. Trust me, it will be searing pain. But right now, let's get into some nice feel-good headlines. The Heat's Duncan Robinson says he is well-equipped to play in empty gyms at the NBA restart in Orlando. Miami opens with Denver August 1st. Miami Athletic Director Blake James would like to see collegiate athletic endorsement laws like the ones in Florida extend nationally. First-round pick Max Meyer has signed with Miami. The pitcher's signing bonus, $6.7 million, is the largest the Marlins have ever given. Inter-Miami CF's entire team has tested negative for coronavirus. Inside the Orlando bubble, they open play Wednesday at 8 against Orlando City SC. Major League Baseball has canceled this season's All-Star Game. The L.A. Dodgers, who were to host the Midsummer Classic, will now host in 2022. The Redskins will undergo a thorough review of the team's nickname. This coming after FedEx, who has the naming rights to their stadium, urged them to change it. Celtics guard Gordon Haywood says he will leave the Orlando bubble for his child's birth later this year. The NBA has revealed that they have discovered 35 positive corona cases so far. And now, get you ready for July 4th by stepping into the day spa. (sighs) A couple was swept out to sea by a giant wave during a wedding photo shoot in California. Maybe that's a sign. After spending the past three months with her boyfriend during quarantine, a woman was surprised when she returned to her apartment to find it had been taken over by potatoes and their vines. Looks like someone needs to start carb loading. Twitter says it will add an edit button when everyone wears a mask during the coronavirus pandemic. So basically never because you can't prove everyone's wearing a mask. Double check those tweets. Now on the weather, tonight's forecast, chance of rain with temperatures in the low 80s. Everyone getting ready for the 4th of July weekend, so why not the Joe Rose Show? Those guys taking a little time off, but before they left, they talked to NBA, I'm not going to say great, but former NBA player, an NBA legend in a way because he was way more athletic than he looked, Brian Scalabrini on how things are going to be in the bubble, why players are opting out of the bubble, and... Culture! 
Hey, I got to ask you before we get going about your podcast, Scal and Pals. They got real popular all of a sudden, like everybody's doing one. Tell, tell me about it. I don't know why that is. I, it probably has something to do with selling commercial spots or something like that. But the <laughs> podcast form's a little different when we get we get on. Like, what we're doing and focusing on right now is getting guests that are going to be in the bubble in Orlando, players, executives, coaches. Right. And then eventually, you know, like some, some uh, executives that aren't in the bubble as well. See, like, how are they operating as far as, like, you know, every it's still an offseason for a team and, and all the things that they need to do to, to gear up for next season. We had Bob Myers on, and he was discussing some of the challenges of the Warriors, right? If you're How, how can they be a championship-caliber team next year when ideally they'd take a young player that can help out? But, you know, young players, are it's hard to come in and be championship-ready your first year. So it's uh, focused on that right now, and then once uh, play starts in Orlando, then we'll focus on the game. we got a sort of a gambling element to it, which people are, seem to really be into because people are sitting around at home wanting to do something, wanting to, you know, make something more of what the games are so that's our our focus so far and you're right everyone does have a podcast but no podcast is like scowling about i was surprised yesterday to find out we still got a, a handful of guys still not sure if they're gonna play i thought that list was either you're in or you're out but oladipo bradley bill dwight howard I, I guess lou williams is they're saying he's gonna play but we haven't really heard what are your thoughts on those guys i am a little bit surprised on, on why guys are opting out now when it comes to guys on fringe teams let's use the nets for an example guys are opting out left and right the nets aren't going anywhere they'll go play their eight games and they'll get beat in the first round whether it be by toronto or milwaukee hey i understand that but when you're talking about guys like Avery Bradley, who's a critical piece to what the Lakers are doing. They don't have many perimeter defenders. They need a guy like Avery Bradley to defend. I would think that LeBron's weight and his power would overrun that. Say, hey, hey, Avery, I know, I know you're worried. We'll, we'll do whatever it takes to make it so you're not, you know, you're not going to put your son in this tough situation moving forward. And another one would be like the Lou Williams. With Doc Rivers, I've played for Doc in, in Boston. I'm surprised that it, like the, his allegiance to Doc would not ultimately make his decision a lot easier. And it's not just Doc. It's the organization. It's Clyde Leonard. It's Paul George. Clippers gave up a ton to get those guys to, to make a run for the championship, and they need Lou Williams. Really interesting This uh, who opts out, who stays in. But the Avery Bradley and Lou Williams, uh, I, you know, so I, I look at it like the Lakers are going to play the Clippers in the Western Conference Finals, and both those guys will play a key role. The other one is Dwight Howard, who's actually kind of done a nice job in his minutes for the Lakers. He's talking mm-hmm. about not knowing because I guess the mother of one of his kids had passed away. He's got a six-year-old. But, boy, you know they're going to do everything possible to help Dwight Howard out because they need him, right? Yeah, no question. Uh, just When you're trying to win a championship, you need a lot of tools in your belt, and Dwight Howard has been excellent for them as a rim runner. I guess it's the best version of, of what he was in Orlando. You know, run that high pick and roll, dive to right. the basket. And uh, shot blocking, rebounding, he's always been a force in, in, in those areas. So my, my ultimate belief is Dwight Howard will eventually go. But, you know, that's a tough situation. You know, you have a – think about it. You're a player. You have a six-year-old. Now, I wish that they can make some exceptions for the scenario. Now, I get it. It's all about safety and everything like that. But I think that Dwight Howard, his, he should have a petition. And I think – and it's not just like anybody can have this. But in his situation, his mother – his six-year-old son's mother just died. He's watching the kid. He can't just bail on him right now right. I, I feel like that should be an exception like this kid should be allowed to go in the bubble and experience whatever it is and hang out and, and and i get it like it's the nba and when you make one exception for one it's others but this is like an extreme circumstance and it'd be really good for the nba to have a conversation and allow him to bring his son in this uh tough time for him Hey, uh, Damian Lillard was pretty interesting yesterday saying he doesn't believe that all those young guys are going to follow all the rules and regulations that he goes, it's just, it's just not going to happen. You put all those guys together, it's not going to happen. Even though they know it's at stake, do you believe that or do you think the, the veteran leadership will be able to control guys that might get a little bit of a wild hair? The uh, top teams, the elite teams, you look at teams with the major discipline, uh, I, I don't know if those guys will, will sneak out. I think uh, when you think about the Lakers and LeBron has a lot at stake. Giannis and his free agency coming up in two years, but a lot of conversations about him signing the Supermax. And if he goes to his team, like, guys, I need you. I need every single one of you players to be disciplined and make sacrifices during this time. I think people would respect that. But you start going down the list of teams that are just kind of biding their time and they're there. I, I could see those guys eventually sneaking out. But if you have, I always say this, as a player, coaches were great. And I, I think they're smart and they motivate teams. But what's the biggest motivator is, 
not letting down your superstar, not letting down your guy yeah, who's good point. playing for his legacy. And so you think about Giannis, LeBron, Philadelphia is an interesting one because their two best players are very young and they don't have the cachet from a leadership standpoint as these other guys. But, you know, Boston with Kemba Walker, Kemba Walker went to Boston for this moment. All of a sudden, you know, you're gonna, guys are going to be letting down Kemba Walker. I don't, I don't think that's what's going to be. Now, if they were going to let down their coach or let down their organization or let down their city, I could see how that could happen. To me, the ultimate is not letting down your main superstar player who's, who's, like, play, like I said, playing for legacy. Hey, Brian, you know, it's been interesting, and I find myself, since we do radio every day here, kind of listen to what everybody has to say on every team. And I got to tell you, one of the cleanest teams, and it's not just because they're in this market, but that's why I'm bringing it up. The Miami Heat have been all about, hey, we can't wait to play, the conditioning, we're going to be in great mm-hmm. shape, our, we trust our coaches, we're hungry, we're committed. Every guy from Aunt Bam out of bio, the Dragon came out yesterday, all these guys talking about can't wait to get to this tournament. How much is that going to help them? They just seem like they're mentally and emotionally as prepared as anybody getting ready for this thing. They're a team that I would not want to face if I was in the Eastern Conference. It's one of these things where, you know how like the sexy word in the NBA right now is culture. Everyone, like the Knicks, they talk about the culture. Everyone talks about culture, right? In in a time like this, you'll really get to test that culture. And for the Miami Heat, that culture runs deep, man. That is years and years of guys walking in, you know, 1% over body fat. You ain't playing and you better stay on top of it. If you don't do a Zoom workout, Pat Riley is calling up, like, what's your deal? Now, that is a different level of culture. So, I think in this time, when you're when you're uh, pressed to the limit, they, they look at this as like, oh man, this is a golden opportunity for us if we just stay focused, if we just do our work, if Jimmy Butler's sitting buying hoops for everybody so they all can shoot, and Miami making sure everyone has the weight equipment that they need at their house. This is where that culture will really push you through. So the Miami Heat, which just believe they needed another dog on their team, like another big-time scorer. You know, I love Bam Adebayo. He's one of my favorite players in the league to watch. And I love Jimmy Butler, but they just need like one more guy in this environment, they might not need that one guy. Their culture might be enough to push them through. And I know for a fact that like, teams in the Eastern Conference do not want to play the Miami Heat in any round of the playoffs because uh, they just have those guys. And, those, and a lot of their guys on their team are young, not afraid. And Jimmy Butler, who I had, a, I, I was teammates with him in Chicago, I've loved him from day one all the way through. All the craziness in Minnesota and all the stuff happens in Philly, I've always thought Jimmy Butler was a guy I'd go to war with. Hey, Brian, is is that common? Are there other teams? Now, we live down here and we hear about, you're right, listen, we hear culture and everybody talks about it now, but I always think of the Heat. I think of Pat Riley and what he kind of developed and they've all followed through the years. Is that common in other teams? Give me some other good culture teams. Toronto is one. Nick Nurse don't play around. If uh, you come in messing around, he calls you out in front of everybody. He calls out guys like Kyle Lowry. Like last year was a little bit different. I, I don't think he ever was outspoken towards Kawhi Leonard and you know the load management thing. But uh, yeah. I really like Toronto in that situation. I think uh, I think Milwaukee has culture, but it's almost embedded in star. Let me give you an example. When I was in Boston the year before Garnett got there, we lost a lot of games. Our culture was fine. If you know. And Doc was there, and every and we had a bunch of young guys. It was fine. But Garnett walks in the building, and the culture changed overnight. And it just got better and better and better as this, as the year went along. I think players, like a guy like Giannis, a guy like LeBron, like the Lakers have had terrible culture for X amount of years. Now, all of a sudden, they got Anthony Davis. And LeBron has, you know, the school of Pat Riley. He's been there. He's seen what it takes to win it all multiple times. So I think he, a player like that can embed, uh, embed culture into a team. So, so I think the Lakers will be ready. I think the Bucks. I think Toronto. Boston is heading that direction since the Brad Stevens era with Danny, you know, uh, getting these young, talented guys, everybody on the team. There was no tanking to get this. It was all about winning. And, you know, they happen to have those Brooklyn picks. So it kind of worked out. You can win and still get right. your high picks. But Brad has always been, <clears throat> even one year, the Celtics could have lost a meaningless game, the last game of the season. And if they would have lost that game, they could have avoided LeBron and Cleveland. And you guys know how good LeBron has been in the first round, whether it's being in Cleveland before Miami, in Miami, right. Right. Now, like he's just unbelievable in the first round, and all Brad Stevens had to do was lose this one game, and he wouldn't do it. He's like, I'm not that. I'm not. I, I'll never mess with the basketball gods. 
My job is to coach. Now, they, this guy could sit out and that guy could sit out, but my job is to win every single game. And so I think that holds true. Miami Heat did the same thing, right? They could have, they easily could have tanked that one season and they fought tooth and nail all the way to the end to get to a certain point. And they lost the, you know, last two games of the season. D Wade was, was hurt or whatever it was. That's not what they are. The Miami Heat aren't going to tank for a high draft pick, even though they have everything set up for them to tank. So that's a real culture. That's where it's unwavering. They have a philosophy. They go with their philosophy and it, it never changes. One question about it, I know we're going to hopefully get to talk to you a lot more in the next couple of weeks, but what's the one thing you're concerned about when this tournament starts? Is there any one thing? Is it guys with the rules? Is it conditioning? What would be the biggest concern for you? Yeah, easy. This is, uh, what number is the magical number in which Adam Silver pulls the plug? And I'm, I'm Ooh, so yeah. curious in what no. that is. Is it right. 10? Is it like 10 insignificant guys? Doesn't matter, but 10 superstars, it does matter. So I'm just worried because think about what happened in that Oklahoma City game. Rudy Gobert comes down with the virus. The guy runs on the court. They call the game off. The NBA stops in his tracks on, on the on the dot. The whole world also followed. Is there a lot of pressure on Adam Silver to make sure this thing goes through? Is there a lot of pressure on Adam Silver to say, hey, listen, the coronavirus is here to stay. We have to figure out a way to play, and, right. and we have to figure out a way to deal with this, and we have to persevere no matter what, or 30 guys come down with it, and next thing you know, it's over. So I, I know they're going to start their eight games. I actually really believe they're going to get to the first round of the playoffs, and I think right after that, it's going to be really interesting. I, I, the, the idea that this bubble is going to protect everybody, that's just, I mean, it's a, it's a theory, And it, but as we're learning right now, states are opening up, and people are walking around with masks, and the number's still escalating at a high rate to pretend that we can control this thing i think it's gonna we're gonna come to a point where we're just gonna have to live with it and it'll be interesting what the nba does do they live with it or do they call it off and then what does that do to you know like america moving forward brian great stuff man really appreciate you coming on with us let's hope this thing goes smoothly man i'm with you thank you you got it anytime see ya Brian Scalabrini was so sweet into those last comments where he kind of rained on my parade saying the NBA might not be able to finish the restart. No, no, they've already closed the beaches here in South Florida. No, we need our sports. I am so already looking forward to Wednesday when Inter-Miami CF takes on uh, Orlando City SC. Some MLS action, then basketball, then baseball, then football, then normal life Brian Scalabrini though always great the Joe Rose show always great in the mornings weekdays from 5 to 10 right here on 560 the Joe quick note Joe Rose along with Zach Krantz and Hollywood going to be taking off Monday so you're going to get Mike Golick in the morning but that's okay quick break for those guys and they're going to be back on Tuesday rocking your mornings like only they can speaking of rocking you Stugatz, Dan Lebetard, and the team. Am I wrong here? I would pay extra to have the unfiltered version hearing what they would say. It should be an option. NBA Trash Talk with Dan Lebetard and the guys just about five minutes away here on the Best of the Joe Show. This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am a Dan Day, and here's my all-time favorite reggae artist, the crown prince of reggae, Dennis Brown, Westbound Train. That dun 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 make you feel good on a feel good Friday. People say, "Why is Dennis Brown your favorite?" What about Bob Marley? Yes, Bob Marley is the great one, but can't be your favorite. He's the greatest. You can be the greatest and not someone's favorite. 
So I got Dennis Brown, my guy. I mean, just listen. So that's why this train won't miss me. Mm-mm-mm. A little feel-good Friday on July 3rd. I was once in an eating competition. I know everyone's excited about the no audience at the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. I one time was in an eating contest for hot dogs on the 4th of July. I ate nine hot dogs in 10 minutes, not even trying. I was actually like joking around, talking to people, eating. I lost by one hot dog to the Food Network's Jay Decody. I could have easily tied him, maybe even beaten him if I tried, but I didn't. So lesson learned, skinny dudes with big hair and big voices can throw down some hot dogs even when they're not trying. Also, ugh, if you're going to go into an eating contest, at least try you might win some prizes or at least beat out a big dude from the Food Network. Mm, mm, mm. I'm not going to try to wolf down too many hot dogs this weekend. Go beer, hot dog, hamburger, here, there, everywhere. Try to have a good time. Always having a good time from 10 to 1 weekdays right here on 560 The Joe. The Dan Labatard Show. That's my best impression of Poppy. I don't know. I'm trying right there. Dan Lebetard and the guys, they're working from all over South Florida, but they're coming to you every single day. They were talking about Miami fistfights. I haven't seen any, thank goodness. I don't need to see any, but there have been some Miami fistfights. They talk about that, then they transition right into that NBA trash talk. They want it! Jimmy Butler, TJ Warren, they want it! And Zion, the Eagles, not the Pelicans. I want it! Everyone's angry. You notice down here in Miami, like 17 fights yesterday, just fist fights in the middle of the streets. Fighting about everything, uh, fighting all the time, can't agree on facts, like just can't, uh, can't agree. You could present people with facts and there's disagreement. I wanted to ask you, Stugatz, uh, if you want an NBA delayed broadcast because it's what we're going to get. They're trying to get rid of the language, right? You don't want to, I want to hear those guys talking to each other, but it looks like they're going to go delay because they had, can't have those guys, uh, you know, they can't have us hearing what players are saying. To each other. Uh, selfishly, I would like no delay but I totally understand why you would put a delay in. I do want to hear these guys talk but uh, in real time, but I understand why they won't grant us access to that. Why is it delayed, though? Every every other game is live. They didn't just learn how to curse. Uh, no, because you're not going to have fans. fans. You're going to be able to pick up the audio. And if you, uh, Okay, very good. Uh, thank you. It was good talking about it Pumping with you. fake crowd noise. Do something. Because I was trying to figure out what exactly would make this super special about the postseason. I was like, well, the trash talk. Everything's going to feel like a hard top backyard game, like in the cage or Rucker Park. You're going to hear a lot of trash talking. Players are going to take stuff personally. You have TJ Warren playing Jimmy Butler twice inside of a week. I was really excited about this. (laughs) But now you're going to remove the actual cool part about this. That's a bummer. I would say whatever is being said at Rucker Park is not suitable for television, like, that's why they made that de- that decision. Am I wrong here? I would pay extra to have the unfiltered version hearing what they would say. It should be an option. All right, put that on the poll. Would you pay extra to have the unfiltered uh, cursing version, uh, version? Also, Mike, nationally, I'm not saying that Miami fans don't care about that, but you limping in with TJ Warren versus Jimmy Butler. I know Miami <laughs> cares about that. Mike, I know, I know it was contentious. I know it was wonderful. And again, it's TJ Warren. And I was alerted to the fact that TJ Warren is playing Jimmy Butler twice in one week. Thanks to Rachel Nichols, who hosts The Jump, which is a national show. This, all the hostility coming to a head twice in one week. This is a major plot line. If you're not invested in the regular season component of this NBA bubble, I just got you. And what Dan doesn't realize is TJ Warren on any given night can light you up for 45 points. And Mike wants to hear what Jimmy Butler is going to say or TJ is going to say on a night that TJ does it. And conversely, Jimmy Butler can light you up as well. I mean, Mike is right. That is a great underrated matchup coming up here. All right. I, I didn't. I understand what they're trying to do because it's not just 
curse words. Like we, we just saw the Jordan documentary and there was plenty of curse words on ESPN property. So I would argue, wait, why not make the dirty version on ESPN two and on ESPN one, the family friendly version or something uh, to that effect. But NBA player trash talk probably crosses several lines. And maybe that's what they're trying to prevent us from hearing. Not just the occasional F bomb. I need, uh, because this show can be whack-a-mole sometimes I need to put these things on the poll at Levitard show. Is TJ Warren ever involved in what Mike Ryan described as a major storyline? And, uh, cause you're not going to skate on this one either. Uh, Stugatz. Oh boy. Uh, can TJ Warren give you 45 points any given night? I'm guessing TJ Warren has never scored. I don't know points. why you did that. I really have no <laughs> earthly. I'm going to check I, the game. I, I have. No, I have no earthly. Can you look up the career high for me on TJ Warren? As you say, TJ Warren can give you 45 because I'm going to go the opposite on that. I'm going to say TJ Warren can't give you 45 on any given night. I know what's happening here. Stugatz has played some fantasy basketball, and TJ Warren is a bit of a streamer. He's he's had a couple of great performances but i don't think ever 45 points his career high is 40 wow okay a lot, a lot higher than i thought it was gonna be <laughs> i'll tell you that uh 40 40 i don't feel like he can give you 40 any night because well he did well what is he average <laughs> what is he average uh i don't know i have to check it out i just looked up his career high that's a uh, different conversation dan now what is he average but he, another on reason. any given like, night you know just flash in the pan like you could get hit by lightning at any given night it could happen th- thank you billy because dan didn't just want to take the L. He's got to keep pushing until he can win this argument. I can't win the argument. No, wait a minute. First of all, I'm not, I can't lose the argument that TJ Warren can give you 45 any night because he's never given you 45 on any night. So I can't lose that argument. I will concede that the losing part of the argument is I did not know that TJ Warren had once gone for 40. He averages 15 per game for his career. Now, 18.7 this past year. But, Dan, if you can go for 40, then on any given night, you can go for 45. Exactly. I, you know, If I you haven't him. gone for 45 <laughs> no, on no. any given night, yeah, it's but not. A shot here, yeah. shot there, and it's a 45. No, I mean, no, you, can, you absolutely can, Dan. Look, I thought that we were first just digging up for storylines, but now I've kind of gone to their side on this. He's given 40, so he can get 45. It's like, you know, the, the speedometer on a car, right? And it says like 160, right? And you know, I'm probably never going to drive 160, but I could drive 160, right? <laughs> so he hasn't gotten to the 45, but he could get to the 45. He's just chosen not to at this point in right. his career. Mike Ryan has just seen a photo of Zion Williamson. Uh, if I ask you, what do you think happened to Zion during the pandemic in terms of weight gain or weight loss? I think uh, many of you might have guessed weight gain. Uh, Uh, He looks shredded. He looks like a superhero. He looks like he's lost a good deal of weight and is uncommonly fit. I don't think he's actually lost weight, Dan. He might be a bigger load right now because he's all muscle in this photo. Granted, he's lifting and he's got very much a gym pump in this photo, but those shoulders, he's looking cut. That's not well, the way I had He's it. looking leaner. He's looking, if he, ha- he probably hasn't long, lost weight, but he has lost fat. Well, Mike's saying he, if he's, he's probably gained weight because of the muscle. So, because he is shredded so much so that I'm thinking about betting the Pelicans, uh, a little flyer on the Pelicans that win an NBA team title here. Mike says they have the easiest schedule. Uh, How about that? Billy is going to nervously open up the club in a second, but Mike, what did I hear you say about uh, Chris Berman and the Eagles? Roy informed me and he sent me the Hofheimer uh, tweet to confirm it. Chris Berman's been singing Eagles lyrics on ESPN for decades on end. He's going to do an intro for the latest bit of ESPN programming, a live Eagles concert from the forum that was taped several years ago. We are doing a concert film. But what? We are. Sunday, I believe. We are. Really? We're doing a <laughs> yeah. concert film. What? Did I just yeah, yeah. see? We on... are playing a concert film on ESPN. Wow. Did I just see on Get Up that they're also going to air Mighty Ducks movies? I mean, that makes sense. Right. Sports Duh. movies. That makes sense, Dan. Yeah, well, but I mean, All just... the Air Buds, too, should be aired. Should they not? 
We haven't yet. We, we haven't. have been. We have been. I've seen the lower third promote him. I mean, quite frankly, at this point, at this stage in the game, uh, Boomer introducing an Eagles concert. I mean, is it not the right program? <laughs> what else are we going to do? Who else should they play a concert of? Because I feel like Bruce Springsteen would be like the obvious number one choice, right? For like sports writers like, oh, ESPN? The boss. You uh, you stole Stugatz's line. Let's go ahead. I've had really bad topics today, haven't I? Uh, uh, you've uh, you've uh, been unusually bad, yes. Mm. It's all uh, right. You win some, you lose some. ESPN showing Eagles concerts. Mighty Ducks call that searching for content. But what was not to like about the content that you just heard? The Eagles? Gotta love the Eagles. Oh, my goodness. So many great bangers that they have. NBA Trash Talk. Jimmy Butler versus TJ Warren. And then, of course, speaking to my soul right there, Zion Williamson, shredded, in great shape. My guy Stugat saying, I am willing to bet on the Pelicans to win the NBA championship. Oh, how glorious would it be? Pelicans, Heat, NBA Finals, Zion Williamson, Jimmy Butler, head-to-head. I would be in heaven, absolute heaven. A win-win situation. My two favorite teams, my two cities playing against each other. Ah. A guy can dream, 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 dream. So ready for the NBA. So ready for sports. So ready for this weekend, too. Fourth of July weekend. You know what that means. I'm going to be blaring that punk rock from my apartment. The neighbors are going to be like, what's wrong with this guy? But we're scared to approach him because he's playing loud punk rock. He's drinking beer. He's sitting shirtless outside of his apartment in a chair. Rain or shine. I've made my plans. And I'm sticking to them. It's Miami. Do what you want to do. Speaking of being Miami, Hawk and Crowder, I wouldn't doubt if they're doing that right now. Can't you see it? Hawk, shirtless, out in his backyard, blaring some punk rock. Maybe the Ramones or something like that. Yeah. Drinking a funky Buddha hard seltzer. I can see that. Now, transition Crowder. Not only can I see that, he is probably doing that right now. They are on vacation. No worries. Yesterday, Dono, Solana, myself, we brought in the one and only J-Fig for some searing pain and a whole lot of confusion because she confuses me in a good way. So, J-Fig, what did you think of Blues Brothers and what, what is your rating out of 10 mozzarella sticks? Blues Brothers, an absolute classic. What will J-Fig do to it? That's about five minutes away here on the Best of the Joe Show. Welcome back to the best of the Joe show running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. Yeah, man. I am Dan Day on this feel good Friday. That is eek a mouse. Sing a little bit about Miami, a little border patrol. Ah, yeah, you know I love the reggae music, especially on a Friday, a feel-good Friday. Uh, That make you feel a little bit better going into the weekend, which is the 4th of July weekend. Can't let them rain on your parade. It's not raining right now, at least here around El Portal, Little River, Miami. But, oh, usually 4th of July, the best holiday, in my opinion, here in Miami. Go down to the beach, especially where I live up in North Beach. They close down the street. They have food trucks. They have performers. They have people all over the place playing music, dancing, sitting out on the beach. The beaches are closed, so all that's pretty much shut down. But sometimes, got to sacrifice for the greater good. Going to make the most of it, though. Get some funky Buddhas in me. Listen to some great reggae like Ika Mouse. Let him enter. Yeah, play some punk rock, sit out on my front stoop, listen to the music, get that funky Buddha, get those good vibes. Hey, for the July weekend, maybe throw down a hot dog or two, not 75, like Joey Chestnut, but nonetheless. Uh, 
Hawk and Crowder, they're kind of living that life right now. They're on quarantine vacation life, but no worries. Yesterday we got you taken care of. My man, Dono, my man, Solana, and my, I'm not going to say girl because that has a weird connotation to it. My lady, although that also has a weird connotation to it, but a lady that is near and dear to my heart and a great friend of mine, stressing friend because it's not like that, very platonic, Jay Fig on assignment first. She gives us her top five Fourth of July movies. <sighs> That's all I can say to that. Maybe you'll feel the same way. Maybe you'll feel different. Then she gives us a review of the Blues Brothers, which is starting to change my mind on the Blues Brothers a little bit. And then finally, we give her a movie to review. It's Figgy! Cinema! Jay Fig knows it. Hey guys, I didn't know you guys were there. Caught me by surprise. Watch one that we assign her and generally hate it, and it sends us all into a depression for at least a segment or two. I ain't falling for no banana in my tailpipe. Yeah, I didn't like it. Like, it has, like, real-life situations and stuff, but I felt like the ending should have been in the middle. Chicks dig me because I rarely wear underwear, and when I do, it's usually something unusual. I don't know. I was kind of irritated mm. the entire time. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Rose, where we're going, we don't need... Rose. Biggie Fresh. I really want to give it like a 9.5 out of 10. And it sends us all into a depression. Show me the money. He's looking at you, kid. I'll be back. We'll see you at the movies. So on this uh, pre-4th of July edition, we're mixing it up. We're having Jay Fig on in the 4 o'clock hour. Jay Fig, how you doing? Excellent. You have any Fourth of July plans? No. I mean, it's probably the right answer because, like, I don't know any of the fun I'm stuff we could home. do. Right? Exa- exactly. Because, like, my pool, social distancing. That's people. good. Yeah, like a month ago, uh, you know, right when things were like starting to open up, a good friend of mine had had sent like invites to people. Like he was planning on like having like a mini party at, at his house, but yeah, about a, a week ago he announced it was officially canceled based on you know, all the positive tests and the numbers going up. So staying at home and and hanging out in your pool is the right answer now figgy before we get to your movie review and the suggestion for some searing pain searing pain solana oh searing pain absolute searing pain my bad my bad oh man so so jay fig you heard uh, how uh dan solana and i we ranked our our top five fourth of july movies have you compiled the list of course I have. I heard and I thought they were excellent and I had to contribute. Okay, so why don't you give us your list, starting, of course, with number five, working your way to number one. All right, give me a drum roll, please. Number five is The Addams Family. On July 4th? Are you just naming movies? They are, they are the family of America. I like it. I like it, would it be actually. a better place if we... Uh. Just or like them. I like it, but Dono, I wish oh. you could have seen Dan Day's reaction. And this is <laughs> this is th- no bit, no joke. Like Dan Day, I'm looking. I can see him right. He's not even looking at me. I mean. The second he heard Adam's family, he just shook his head in <laughs> the like just with disgust. Like he he is so That's disappointed. Why. I love it though, Dan. Why? Yeah. Classic. I grew up watching these. I want to be yep. happy on Fourth of July. I love it. <sighs> I mean, a couple of the movies on my list had like a very loose correlation with July 4th, but Jay Fig has taken a lot of liberties with the Adams family. I mean, d- dare I ask you even continue with number four? Of course. Give me another drum roll. The fifth element. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it doesn't even take place on Earth, let alone America. Even better. We don't want to be on Earth right now. Good point. I like it. <laughs> you know what? No. You know what? I'll, I'll let her have that one. No yeah. drum roll anymore. Excellent. You, you, Excellent. you earn the drum roll next time. Uh, I like I like, I like, like where JFig's going with this. Um, I mean, Fifth I'm on, Element I'm is a TV. good movie. Yeah, that's a great movie. I loved watching it growing up. All right, third. Uh, take the drum roll. Avengers Endgame. Oh, uh, well, I mean, they, they they do save the world, and that includes America. And so, we need and, and, ca- and Captain America, Captain America. Okay. Yes. Okay. There you go. You know All right. I'll let it go. 
50 first dates. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, come on. I like it. I like hey, it. Hey, Fig, uh, dipping into the bag of bits. I love it. I love, I love it. it, right? I got to, like, pay some tribute to you somehow. Yeah. I like it. 50 first dates, by the way, takes place in the United States. Very American <laughs> okay. movies, okay. I would say. We um, want to forget and, every single day. Right. And not only that. <laughs> we're supposed to be celebrating our country, not knocking it. No, but hold on a second. Hold on a second. Adam Sandler in 50 first dates sings the Beach Boys. I, I think it's uh, very Americana. Huh. I gotta That's be honest. so American. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I'm so afraid to hear your number one, but go ahead. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> My favorite movie of all time, Mars Attacks. I mean, the, 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 well, you know what? They do save the Earth, but I mean, the Earth was on the brink of elimination, and, and somehow that's a 4th of July movie? I'm obsessed with that movie, so yes, I am claiming it a 4th of July movie. Can you make the sound that the aliens make in that movie? I want to, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Please. Well, I, I can't remember. Is it like, black, black, or something like, rock, Something like that, yes. Love that right. movie. It's my favorite movie. All right, movie. Fig. All right. All right. So it was pretty straightforward, your assignment for last night. Uh, we actually unanimously gave you Blues Brothers uh, because, and, and it was really to settle a debate because Solana, how long ago was it, Solana, that you watched Blues Brothers? Because I, I grew up watching it, but you watched it for the first time as an adult, right? Yeah. Uh, it wasn't too long ago. I'd say within the past, like maybe maybe a year and a half ago, two years, um, I watched Blues Brothers. It was just on. And I've been to Universal Studios. I've I've seen you know like the the characters who pretend they're the Blues Brothers. I've seen some of the classic SNL bits on YouTube. So I was pretty familiar with the Blues Brothers, and I know that it is a cult classic. People love the Blues Brothers, that classic movie from the '80s. So I went in, Dono, with expectations through the roof and i think it was the worst movie and this is again not bag of bits i'm not trolling i thought it was one of the worst movies i have wow. ever seen after solana revealed that we we all dan solana and i unanimously assigned jay fig because i want to see if her review matches up with solana so jay fig what did you think of blues brothers and what what is your rating out of 10 mozzarella sticks so I never thought the day would come where I would agree with Solana. Whoa! I knew it. I knew it. Whoa! I'm so this proud of This movie is so unrealistic, and the only thing yes. classic about it is the fact that Aretha Franklin was there and Ray Charles. Well, Mars Attack <laughs> is a very realistic film, so I see it why. It is. Absolutely <laughs> is. Hold on, the fifth element. Let her rant on Blues Brothers. Go ahead, Figgy. <laughs> this is a different genre, okay, Dandy? I, can't, I I don't even want to talk about this movie. Like the the <laughs> weapons that this Princess Leia uses look like they weigh t- two pounds. No, not two pounds. Sorry, two ounces. And ugh, I can't. That that's a I'm good not point, a fan. Donna. You have to give her credit there, right? Like at one point. Uh, the Blues Brothers, and I'm, I'm forgetting their names. It's escaping my mind, but they're running through a is city. It like, it's like Elwood and... Uh, right, like they're running... And Jake. They're, Jake? They're, yeah. They're running through a city with what appears to be like these these AK-47s or whatever, and they're just holding them oh like if God. they're holding a, a, a child's <laughs> toy. Like um, a Martha attacks weapon. Right, and I get I get it's supposed to be like like a spoof, and it's not supposed to be taken seriously, but uh, what what's happening is they're literally terrorizing a city. I mean, the National Guard has been deployed on them. With and, the fakest and, car chase ever. Right, and they're they're like there's TNT exploding the everywhere. They've the they've run through a mall. They've ransacked a mall. They've I mean they've committed every crime possible in the book. <laughs> yeah, it is just not. It just doesn't hold up. It's not funny. It, I I nope. don't I don't get it. All right, J Fig, what what's the rating then? I gave it four out of ten. Mozzarella six. Okay, I, I don't understand like how you even go that like after what you said about the movie like how is this not like a zero or a one like oh what's the rationale for four music the blues you're right all right fair enough so better than les mis is what you're saying les mis absolutely yes i hate you anything is better like (laughs) jfic i'm with you on that one i i I watched uh like i don't know two or three years ago we had one of our famous family movie nights where if it's a good movie i'll cry at the end or one time (laughs) one time we watched les mis and i couldn't get through it like it was painful it was like the only good thing about that movie i think was uh was sasha baron cohen but everything else especially russell crowe who cannot hit a note to save his life it was painful <laughs> painful all right so well, let's give our recommendations for for the long weekend so jay fig like you, you might have enough time to watch all of our movies this weekend because it's not going to be <laughs> not going to be monday till we until ris- we revisit this segment with you guys i'm going completely off the beaten path here okay i was fully 
prepared to recommend one of my top five Fourth of July movies to Jay Fig, but I'm I'm making a U-turn here because we had a little conversation off the air, like before the segment started, and I don't know how this even came up, but since Jay Fig is intrigued by but has not watched the movie yet, the movie Parasite, which just won the Academy Award, I watched it a few months ago. I really enjoyed it, so I'm, I'm you know this is not Fourth of July themed whatsoever. I mean the damn movie takes place in Seoul, South Korea, but I just I want to know your take on it because Parasite, a very popular movie, very hyped up movie, I believe a very good movie, but I also getting to know your movie tastes a little bit. I'm not sure if this is going to be the type of movie you love, but you might. Well, I'm really not sure. So Jay Fig, I am officially recommending 2020 Best Picture Academy Award winner. Well, I guess it was 2019 technically. I am recommending Parasite. The only thing that throws me off are subtitles and this is full of it, but okay. I I think like it's good enough that after... I don't know, 15, 20 minutes, you get used to the subtitles and you kind of forget about it. You just don't make the mistake I made the first time I started watching the movie. I was trying to watch it like while I was eating my lunch. And so if, you, if you're if you like looking down at your food and then looking up at the screen, you're going to miss some subtitles. So make sure you give it your undivided attention. Yeah, let's remember really Figgy's hard. attention span. Let's remember her <laughs> attention span. It ain't I'm, that good. I'm going with Parasite. Solana, what do you got? Jay Fig, have you, I, I can't remember. I think uh, we've talked about this, but have you, you seen National Treasure? Yes. You you saw the first National Treasure, and and what about the second one, Book of Secrets? National Treasure. Like I'm not Book watching the third one, okay? No, no. Well, the third one hasn't been released well, yet. Yeah, so. nobody's oh, watching the third one. Oh, right. I know. But the second one, have you seen it? National Treasure, Book of Secrets. Unfortunately, yes. Wow. Okay. I mean, this throws a huge wrench into my <laughs> side here, guys. Um, I don't want to go fifty first dates. Is that? But by the a- way, Solana, I, I don't think that's the expression. A wrench not. in my side. <laughs> I think it's I've thorn never in heard my of side. that. I've no. never heard of that. <laughs> there's a wrench, a wrench in my, in my side. Plans or... Yeah. Well, I'm oh. gonna go out. I'm gonna go out on a whim here, and um, <laughs> yeah, okay. Out on a whim. Jay Fig, I'm gonna I'm gonna just piggyback on Dono. I want to watch Parasite as well, so I'm gonna give you Parasite, and I also will watch Parasite. Then. You know, hell, I'm gonna watch it again because I watched it back in March. Like I watched it right before quarantine started and I, I wouldn't mind watching it again so I might also watch it. Do we need to make this one of our movie assignments where we all watch Parasite and we report no, back we on a Monday? D- no, Dan have you me, seen Daniel. it? I haven't seen it but I love subtitles. So, I'm one yeah. of those weird guys that like. <laughs> but I, remember what you told me yesterday. You don't vouch for movies you have not seen. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Figgy's but, got me. She's outsmarting me once again. Yeah. Dan Day, but I'm, you, you are kind of a parasite. Uh, so don't I think, tell him that. Well that's part of the thing though. With You're the, a parasite. With the movie assignment you don't have to have seen it you have to yeah. it's all oh, about but reporting that only back worked, that worked yesterday but not today no we we did Who it with the, the rules no here? no no the what is it the wrong missy no, we hadn't all seen it right and we agreed right. to watch it and report back on monday right yes no. so parasite so is it unanimous unanimous you, you did that yesterday though. unanimous yep and it worked you you watch blues but it'd be you know what jay fig i can i can almost guarantee you all because i never know with you but i'll say almost guarantee <laughs> you that you're gonna like this a lot better than you liked blues brothers i pray to god and, and this is one of those movies, like, I, I would recommend, I don't know how much you know about the movie, but I would actually recommend just going in not having any idea what it's about, because that's the way I went in. Like, I, people were talking about this movie, this was right, like, I watched it maybe the week after it won the Oscar, and people were talking about this movie and hyping it up, and I didn't even look up what it was about, I just said, let me watch Parasite, right? I ordered it, like, on the, this was before it even hit Hulu, I ordered it on the uh, the pay-per-view. Some of the most enjoyable movies to me, like, I watched, uh, a couple years ago, I watched Crazy Rich Asians in the theater i had no idea what it was about no i had never even heard of it really enjoyed it parasite same thing just go in completely blind i think you'll enjoy it so there we have it a unanimous suggestion jay fig are you ready to, to see, uh, wanted to see crazy rich asian that that i that that you'll love that that'll be for movie. another assignment I'll, yeah. I'll assign that later yeah i'll assign that later can i get out of it please <laughs> nope nope parasite we're locked in are you ready to to accept your assignment i guess Oh, that said, I guess there's <laughs> nothing left to say, but we'll, we'll see you at the movies. the movies. Two things after hearing that segment. Well, first, searing pain, but really the first. I'm starting to think Figgy's right. 
Blues Brothers, although I love the movie. I think it's hilarious. I like the car chase. I like when the guy looks at each other and they go, I always loved you. I think that's hilarious. I like when they go to the juke joint. Maybe it doesn't hold up these days. Solana and Figgy both said it. Hawk even said it. So maybe Blues Brothers doesn't hold up. I'm malleable. I can admit when I'm wrong. I'm saying maybe. I could be also right that it's still a great movie. It is a great movie, but maybe it just doesn't hold up to today's standards. Second, when I suggested Parasite as a movie assignment for all of us to watch, I didn't know that it was only on pay-per-view. I thought that it was for free on Netflix. So, uh, $3.99 this weekend, I don't know. I have to go to one of those quote-unquote legal movie sites where you can watch legal movies like Parasite legally for free. Legal is the key word in all this if you're listening, federales, police. Legal free movies. Oh. Moving on. Yeah. Enough about the legal corner of the best of the Joe show. A lot of people have been worried about Jay Cutler. No, not because he's getting a divorce from Kristen Calavari, although I'd be very upset if I had her leaving me. But no, because his chickens have been disappearing. <laughs> Can't make this stuff up. Here is part three of Jay Cutler's Instagram story investigating his chicken loss. All right, guys. Obviously, things have uh, escalated. Old Blue's in the coop with his sidekick. We feel good about him. Just don't want him to have a bad night. So, backup is me. Mark, my neighbor. We got some night vision goggles from our buddy. So, we're going to sit here and make sure that uh, Old Blue's got to... I already heard something. Make sure Old Blue has a good night tonight. And... Uh, Whatever happens, happens, you know. But saga continues. So we'll keep you updated if anything happens. He's losing his mind. And I'm reaping all the benefits. Not really. I'm not reaping any of the benefits. But Jake Cutler is losing his mind. I guess when you lose some chickens, it is one of those things. I am Dan Day and my mind is already gone. It's 4th of July weekend. It is time for some funky Buddha, some hot dogs, some punk rock, some reggae, some good times. I hope you live it up just the same. If you have some free time, go ahead and download the podcast for this show or any of the shows you hear on this radio station, wqam.com, radio.com app, or wherever you get your podcast for absolutely free. Remember, you can get at me on Twitter, at Dan Day Radio, where you can always take a step into the day spa. Ah. <sighs> Be back next week with more of the best of the Joe show. Later, slug. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.